Bibles to Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. If you can read with me, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So Jesus, as he was speaking to the disciples and as people gathered around him, he was speaking to them sitting on a mountain and as people crowded at the foot of the mountain Jesus opened up his word and he was speaking to them we call this portion a sermon on the mount as Jesus came to verse 14 he said you are the light of the world can you say that with me you are the light of the world you know Jesus brought a new revelation altogether to humanity before that, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. But now Jesus is saying, and what did he say? He said, you are the light of the world. You know, it looks like for me, someone who is an authority, giving the same authority to his followers. It's not only that I am the light of the world, and he said, you are the light of the world. Jesus is telling them, and he said, let your light so shine before men. By seeing your good work, they may glorify your Father in heaven. So Jesus is also commanding us, saying that let your light so shine before men. It's not only a revelation, it is also a commandment that Jesus wants us to do, wants us to follow. You know, the words that Jesus spoke, and always I like this comparison, the words that Jesus spoke is like a legislation. You know, in any state, in any province, or in any country, there are a lot of legislations, you know, they make. And when the legislation is, uh, is kind of approved, passed, the legislation must be implemented. And we have the law enforcement agencies to, for implementing the legislation. So Jesus is saying, you are the light of, light of the world, and you go and shine your light across the world. It looks like it's a legislation, and who should implement it? Can we call our RCMP to implement it? Hello, are you with me? Jesus said, you are the light of the world, and you go, let your light so shine before men. And who should implement it? Who are that we? The church, right? And church, and we are the church. Are you with me? <sighs> you need some warm-up exercise? I think you had enough this morning. Joy took us you into the time of you know, really getting warmed up. If you didn't do it, you should do it next week. Just ask them to just go around and just move around a little bit. 
so that they will be getting ready to prepare, ready to listen to the word, okay? Yeah, right, so right, right, so let's come back. So, so we, should, we should implement it. We, the church, should implement it. And what Jesus is saying, you are the light of the world. Are you with me? Okay. Okay, good. So let's read verse 15 once again. Let's read verse 15. Even before that, we get there. You know, I want to title my sermon this morning as Be a lampstand, do not be a basket. Can you say that with me? Be a lampstand and do not be a basket. The reason why I title my sermon in that way, I will come to you in a moment. Let's read verse 15. Matthew chapter 5 verse 15. Can you read it together? Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. There are five different objects, including people. There are five different ones. Do you see them highlighted there on the screen? Yeah, okay. So go ahead. What are those things? Number one, the lamb. Number two, basket. And number three, lampstand. And number four, light. Number five, who are in the house? Oh, you're so good. You're so awesome. Thank you. So five different objects, including people, lamb, the basket, the lampstand, light, and people who are in the house. Five different objects. Let's go over quickly. Number one, lampstand, lamb that is lit. The lamb that is lit. We see in the house setup in good old days, we see a lamp that's burning at the corner of the house. How many of you studied sitting under a kerosene lamp? Anyone else? One, two, three. Three people. Right? When I was doing my fifth grade, sixth grade, no, from two, two, five, or six, I used to sit and read under the street light because we had no light. No electricity, sorry. And you know, and I can't, we can't sit for more time under the street light. Why? Insects, mosquitoes, right? <laughs> so then you come running into home, running into the house, and then you know, see you have a kerosene lamp, and that's where that's what was used to read and study. And that was also limited. You know, uh, my grandmother will come, and then just she will just blow that uh, when time comes, right? Eight o'clock at eight thirty. Then we need to go to bed. Then only one kerosene lamp will be there somewhere at the corner of the house. Not all. Lamp that is lit. Lamp refers to our lives. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. So each one of us is a walking lamp. Each one of us is a walking lamp. That's why Jesus said, each one of our lamp is burning. Is your lamp burning this morning? Is your lamp burning? Or it is already quenched or it is already so dull you know some are brightly burning some are dim and dull but still there is something burning inside of you and inside of me otherwise we don't leave we are dead there is something that's burning that God has put in your life and in my life there is burning some few are brightly burning and some are little dim and God wants us to carry this light can you say carry this light God wants us to carry this light, and this light is nothing but the potential that God has put inside of you. This light is nothing but the abilities and the skills and the desire and the vision that God has put inside of you. 
to keep this light burning instead of you you need to do a couple of things obviously you need to carry enough oil what oil refers to Holy Spirit, we need to get connected. You need to have enough prayer time. You need to have enough reading the Word of God. You need to have enough time listening to the Holy Spirit, praying, praying in tongues, and you know, praying to God the Father. You need to have enough so that you can draw strength from prayer, from the Holy Spirit, so that you will, your light will continue to burn. Your light will continue to burn. Also, when you continue to burn the kerosene lamp, what happens? The shade gets smoked and light doesn't come out. In our lives, when we continue to burn, when we try to continue to burn, you know, sometimes our vision is blocked. Sometimes there are distractions, they come on our way. They don't allow us to move forward. They don't allow us to shine the light in our lives. We become so dull. Are you with me this morning? Even I speak, you know, you get distracted. You appear to be looking at me, but your mind is at times, it's not there. See how much of distraction that we go through on the face of this earth. At times I feel that, Lord, I want to just throw everything away and I just want to isolate somewhere else. I just want to just sit in one place, you know, getting rid of internet and getting rid of all this stuff so that I can connect with you, oh God. How much of a distraction that we are having every day. Morning you get up wanting to do something, but then during the day you can never do it. You don't have power to do it because you got distracted. You got distracted. We need to clean up the smoke in our lives. Anything that stops us from moving forward. You know, some of you want to do something for God. This morning I'm asking why are you just sitting here? Why are you not able to do anything for God? Where is your zeal? Where is your ability? What are, this, what are those steps that you have taken at some point of time in your life? Why we are not able to move forward? Some of you do want to do something in your career. Some of you want to do something in your business. Where do you stand today? Distractions. For our lights to continue to burn, the wick has to be trimmed. And the wick should have enough length to reach the oil. Other reasons aren't going to burn. We need to clean up at times our lives. We need to dust off. We need to throw off those old stuff. It's not going to work anymore. We need to just come in grips with God and God is asking you to move in a different direction. God is asking you to do something else which is new to you, which we have never done. And God wants you to do it. When we do all those things, our light will continue to burn. Not only our lives. The person who is sitting next to you, their light is burning too. Can you look at your neighbor and say, you are burning? Go ahead. We don't do this right in this church. Let's practice that. Can you look at your neighbor and say, you are burning? You are burning. Until they become so afraid. Oh my God, I'm burning. I'm burning, really? Yes, you are burning. Yes, you are the light of the world. If you don't burn, we are not really implementing what God wants us to implement. We are the light, and people around us, they are burning too. In fact, we are the lighthouse of this world. In what way lighthouse helps? It directs the ship. It gives warning signal to the ship. It shows the path. You know, God wants us to be a lighthouse. To whom? The person who is working with you in that shift. She needs you. 
to be a lighthouse for her. She needs her to be directed and guided with you. The student who is studying with you, she wants to be, she wants to be directed and guided by you. If you can't do it, I can't do it. Who else can do it? Because we carry the light. Can you say carry the light? Whenever I talk about lighthouse, the story comes in my mind. A young naval captain who was commanding his first warship. As he was commanding his first battleship, they were just cruising in the ocean. And at far, he spotted a very dim light. You know, being a uh, warship, battleship, they don't allow anybody in their vicinity. They don't want anybody else to come on their way. But as they were moving forward, they saw that light is approaching this ship. It's a huge warship. And the commander radioed saying that alter your course 10 degree. And reply came from the other one. No, you alter your course 10 degree. The fearless captain, he became so angry and he said, alter your course. You must alter your course. I'm a battleship. I'm a destroyer. Alter your course by 10 degree. The reply came. Alter your course. I am a lighthouse. You know, at times God wants us to show light to the people who are living in darkness. Lamp burns. Can you say with me, lamp burns? We must keep our lamps burning. And I want to read from what Jesus said, Luke chapter 12, verse 35, reading from NIV. Can you read with me? Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning you know i have seen girls and boys you know they are working in the healthcare uh, area you know they just want their lunch to be packed and their one set of dress to be kept ready every any time because they may get a call for the shift and i have seen they are always just ready anytime you get up and then go because i can never say no do you do the same thing for god and God is saying, can you read with me? Be dressed, ready for service, to serve others, to serve God. Are we ready? And keep your lamps burning. God wants us to keep our lamps burning. When you walk into a situation, remember you carry the light. When you walk into someone's difficulty, remember you carry the light. You know, that's how we can serve God. When you are visiting a house, just do not think that you are just called, invited into that house just to have a good time. Remember, you are carrying a light. You know, there is so much of darkness in houses. There are so much of darkness in families. There are so much of darkness in the work situation, in the society, in the community around you. And you and I carry the light. Never forget that. We carry the light into the darkness. Number two, what is the second object? Basket. Can you say basket? So this light can be easily put down, put off, or extinguished very easily by a basket. And Jesus said, keep your lamp on the lampstand. Don't cover it with the basket. The light can be easily destroyed. That's what the basket does. It destroys, it put out the, puts out the light. And what kind of basket that you carry today and I carry, I want to ask you, 
What are those baskets that you carry within you? And at times you feel that you are so good in doing such a thing, but then you carry a basket and you cover, self, cover yourself with that basket. The basket of self-pity. The basket of negativity. The basket of shame. The basket of low self-esteem. The basket of low motivation. The basket of doubt, fear, and jealousy, you know, what, what not, you know, we have scary, we carry so many baskets in our lives. And Jesus said, do not, do not. How many of you wanted to do something for God and you're not doing even today? Why? We use that basket to cover us. We use the basket not only to cover, put out our light, we also use the basket to put out others' light. Can you say others' light? Someone is trying to do something. Someone is trying to come up in his life, in his life. We carry the basket around everywhere. Right? And you say that, see, look at my basket. It's so beautiful. So colorful. And what do you do? You wait for opportunity with that basket. Somebody has a plan. Someone wants to do something. Right? So you all have experience in catching chicken, right? With the basket? No? And as it runs here and there, you just go behind in zigzag movement until you cover the chicken with the basket. I don't know whether it happened or not, but I'm just imagining. Probably it happens. You know, we, that's what we do at times. We use the basket to discourage others. We use the basket to speak negative words. And the person who came with such a good idea, such, such a great intu, comes to you and talks to you, and when he goes, he just goes like this. It's not worth living in this life anymore. One word changes the entire momentum. Proverbs verse 18, chapter 18, verse 21. Can you read with me? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Powerful scripture. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. What does it mean? Those who love to talk. Those who love to talk. Oh, you don't talk? I need to see, so I need to allow some of you to talk and you know, the struggle I have to make you stop. We love talking, right? We love talking. It's good, but then you know what? What's it? Let's, let's read that again. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. That simply means death and life are in the power of tongue. What is the basket that we carry today? And what do we use the basket for? There are people, as I said, walk around with that basket. You need to be careful. I don't want to talk to anybody, any, any of that person who talks negative. The little light I have, it may go dim. At times when I talk negative, you know, my wife comes in between and says, just stop. Just, just stop. That's all. I don't want to hear it anymore. Then I understand what am I talking. When she does the same thing, that's what I do. Just stop. Let's not talk about it anymore. Why? Because word is powerful. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? How many of you are hurt by words? I'm not asking you to raise your hands. How many of you are hurt by words? 
Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29. Reading from NIV, can you read with me? Do not let any unwholesome talk, do not let any unhealthy or poisonous talk come out of your mouth. Can you read with me out loud? I want you to confess this. I want you to confess this. All of us, shall we read that together? Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. That it may benefit those who listen. You know, I'm practicing it, I'm trying to do it. There is so much of negativity in my life at times, in your life at times, and a God wants us to throw those baskets away. Can you throw those baskets? Can you say, throw the basket? Just talk to yourself, throw the basket. Once again, throw the basket. Let's do it. Number three, lampstand. The third object is lampstand. The things that motivates us. What is the lampstand? The things that motivates us. Jesus is saying, your light is not seen because you are like keeping your light somewhere on the floor. Put it on the lampstand. Put your light on the lampstand. That's what Jesus is saying. The lampstand of self-confidence, the lampstand of good attitude. The lampstand of having faith in God. The lampstand of motivation. The lampstand of doing good things for people. Put your life, put your lamp on the lampstand. In order, to, in order for that to happen, you need to throw all the piles of junk that is seen in our lives. To bring that life lamp up and put the lamp on the lampstand. On the lampstand. You know, it is time to shine for God. It is time to do something for God. It is time to challenge your life so that your life can benefit some other life. God wants us to do that. God doesn't want us to waste our life. God wants us to learn. God wants us to prepare ourselves so that we can be a useful vessel in the hand of God, in the hands of God. Lampstand always enhances. Can you say enhances? Lampstand always enhances. There are people who are lampstand. I have a couple of them, they are lampstand. When I have difficulty, I go and share with them. You know, they won't discourage me. They will just put me on a lampstand. This morning, the question I want to ask you, can you be a lampstand for somebody? Can you be a lampstand for somebody? You want to be a lampstand for your life? And also God wants us to be a lampstand for somebody. Let's not pull somebody down, let's lift him up. Let's lift him up. You know the story of the frogs, right? Story of the frogs inside a pond. Right? Even I don't remember the story, let's move further. (laughs) The question this morning is, Can you be a stepping stone for someone else? Can you allow your life for someone to step on you and so that they can come up in their lives? They don't, listen to me, they don't need much of your help. No, 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 they don't need much of your help. But they need just a lift. They just need a lift. You need to just bend once so that they will step on you, then they will come up in their lives. 
Can you be that? In the year 2014, a young family called me from Winnipeg. And they said somehow they got our contact and they said, they are so discouraged, they are so depressed. They came to this nation hoping that everything will work out and everything will be all right. And they said, there is nothing happening. We are so discouraged. We just look at each other every day and cry. Wherever I knock the door, you know, nothing is opening, everything is closed. Either we should end our lives or we want to go back to our nation. What should I do? You know what, the moment I talked to them, we talked to them, the one thing that we sensed is they have enough potential. They want a, just a single lift, that's all they need. We told them, come over to Halifax. Move to Halifax. They moved, they obeyed. From that point onwards, whatever we said, they obeyed. Move to Halifax, they moved to Halifax. We kept them at home for a couple of weeks. We put an apartment, took an apartment, it was easy those days, you know, took an apartment and get them settled down in an apartment. Sat with him and rewrote his resume and asked him to send it to different companies. He got a job immediately in Dartmouth. And within a year, he got a better job in Toronto and he went back. We didn't do much. We were just a stepping stone. This morning, God is asking you, can you be that lampstand to someone's life? You know what a blessing it is to bless somebody, to bless some people around us, just being a stepping stone. Some people just need a lift. Can you bend your back? Have you seen young children doing it? If they are unable to climb and reach something, the sister will bend her neck and the boy will climb over her and to reach whatever she's not, he's not supposed to take and he'll get that. Can you just bend your life a little bit from who we are, from our ego, from our situation, from our own personal things, from our own privacy, and from our own whatever we are going through. Can you just bend a little so that somebody can step over? You can be a lampstand to somebody. The question is, can you bend your back so that someone can climb over and go? It doesn't matter where they go, but can you do that? That's what, that's all God is expecting from our lives. Being a lampstand, lampstand. I was talking to my friend last week, and he was saying that, he has great ideas and he has a business. He has very many different good products, but he is looking for somebody who can refer him to a corporate who are working there. And he says, my church has thousands of people and many of them are in, one is in the director in Delta and one is in somewhere, you know, they are all in good positions. And then not even one person is willing to refer me there. That's what God expects in us. That's what God wants us to do. Let's be a stepping stone. Can you be a springboard so that someone can get the initial momentum and then they can come up in their lives. Look for people around you. There are many around us. God wants us to do it. Number four, light. Light stands for good works, our good characters, fruit of the spirit, anything that good can come out of our lives. You know what that light, light does? Light dispels darkness. Can you say dispels? Light just removes darkness, no matter how dark it is. Light just removes darkness. Light removes spiritual darkness. Light removes physical darkness. You know, Jesus, wherever he went, he just shined light. God wants us to do the same thing. Wherever you go, shine a little bit of light. And we see darkness leaving from their house, from their family. You know, Jesus opened the eyes of people through miracles. 
So that light entered into their lives. Jesus also opened their intellectual eyes by teaching the word of God, by teaching them. And their intellectual eyes got opened. Light is so powerful. It destroys darkness. Nothing else can destroy darkness other than light. John chapter 1 verse 5, reading from NIV, John 1 5. It talks about Jesus, the light. Read with me, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Darkness cannot overcome light. Even if it's a single light, simple light, it has an ability to remove the darkness. And this morning, God wants you to realize that you are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. We are called to remove the darkness from the life of people finally. Who are they? People in there? House, are you with me? I'll, I'll close in five minutes. People who are living in that house. People who are in need of light. You know, when there is a power cut or power failure, don't we wait with the great expectation that when power will come? You know, I remember when, you know, when, when we were studying in our study days, when we had electricity, but then there we had power cut. Half an hour, one hour scheduled power cut, there is no power during that time. And especially in exam times, when there is no power, we wait for the power to come because we need to continue to study. But we also see some other students, they are waiting for their power cut so that they don't need to study. They can go out and play. This old song comes in my mind. I can't say that here. So. Somebody thanking the government for the power cut, power failure. Can you imagine? Statistics says out of 8 million people who are living on the face of this earth, 1 million people are still living in dark. They don't have electricity. Even now, even today. We thank God for the advancement, but still there are 1 million, sorry, out of 8 billion, excuse me, out of 8 billion who are living in the, on the face of this earth, 1 billion is still living under darkness. Today, we are the people God wants us to take this light and shine those who are in need. The gospel light has to reach to people who are living around us. You know, that's why yesterday gathering, you know, some of you brought your friends who have never been to such a setup. We want them. We want them so that they are introduced to the light. There are people those who are unable to come up in their career. They need that light. A simple help. Simple idea will help them. They are stuck today. There are people, they are in need of that light. There's a great need of that light today around us. Let's read one scripture and close. We are getting into time of prayer. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Today, there are people who are living in darkness. They need this light. Just want to close with this quote. This is what I want to say. Can you read with me? Be a lamp that gives light. If not, at least be a lampstand, but don't be a basket. God wants us to be a light that gives light. If we can't be, for some reason, someone who is burning, you can be a lampstand to lift them up in their lives. Let them burn. Let them do something good. But don't, never, 
be a basket. Shall we all arise this morning?